All right. Well, in light of uh, our baptism that'll be coming up in a couple weeks here, um, we're going to kind of teach through it. it. It's very important we understand what baptism is and what it's not. Amen? Amen. And so, by God's grace, today and then next Sunday, we're just going to kind of walk through some of the key passages and unpack baptism. Uh, it is something that is very important because of what it represents. And so uh, we trust that as, as we kind of walk through it, and especially for those who are going to be getting baptized, but then uh, you may know other people who have not been baptized who are true believers, right? Opportunity for you to exhort them. You yourself may say, wow, I've never gotten baptized and I truly do know the Lord, right? So we pray that God, as, as we walk through this, God will use his word, one, kind of like what we said as we celebrated the Lord's table, to remind us of what Christ has done for us. And baptism really is an expression of that, an outward expression of what Christ has already done on the cross. So again, by God's grace today and next Sunday, we're just going to walk through baptism. And uh, let's uh, ask God's blessing before we get started. Father, we do thank you for Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you again that our greatest need has already been taken care of through his death and resurrection. We pray now, Father, as we look at your word, look at the importance of baptism, that again, you would renew our love for you. Open up our eyes to understand your truths, Father. Lord, that ultimately, again, it would affect the way we live, giving you all glory and honor and walking and living in a manner that is worthy of this gospel. We thank you so much, Father, in Christ's name. Amen. amen. Well, as you can see from the title, who's baptism for? Believers. God, you guys are, wow, we can't trick you guys, right? <laughs> it's for the believer. The, the baptism in and of itself does not do anything for you spiritually. If you don't know Christ, one pastor said it this way, you go down a wet center, unregenerate, and come up, or go down a dry center, come up a wet center. It hasn't done anything, right? Uh, this is important to understand that what Jesus Christ did, he demonstrated what all of his followers ought to do. Now, some of you know, as, as, as we've been getting to know one another, um, I was raised Catholic. Was an altar boy, um, served the Mass, served the Communion. Um, and so, as a Catholic, there's a different meaning for baptism. And it's something that confused me, because being raised a Catholic... But then having people come to me, and, and I remember they would say, hey, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ? And I would say, absolutely, I was baptized. I, you, you, go right, you go right to baptism. Because for our Catholic friends, baptism is what puts you in the family of God. And so a lot of times when, when we talk to our Catholic friends, we, we have to be able to go back to the Word and show the Word of God, that, that baptism is something that is not imparting salvation to you, 
but it, it's an expression of the salvation that has already come through Amen. Christ, mm -hmm. faith in Christ. And that's very important, very important. I don't want people believing that they know Christ, but they really don't. That would be a tragedy, right? So this is so important. Jesus taught, right, that we should be baptized. Right? So why, why are we even doing baptism? What's the point of baptism? Well, let's go back to Jesus. The Great Commission. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Doing what? Baptizing. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Now what's interesting, what doesn't it say? You would think that Jesus may have said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations after they come to know Christ, me, then baptize them. He just says baptizing them. Why? Because it's assumed that after faith in Christ, baptism would follow. Amen. Okay? Did you catch that? And you'll see that in some of the scriptures that we look at. They believed, they repented, believed, and were baptized. For the early church, they were almost just, they, they were hand in glove. It's just something that you did after coming to faith in Christ. Amen. Yep. So again, that kind of speaks to when we get baptized. Now I know some folk, you know, sometimes it's, it's, there's time removed from when you came to know Jesus Christ. That's okay. There's not like an expiration. <laughs> like, oh, oh, wait, when did you come to know Christ? Uh, five years ago? You want to get baptized? <clears throat> Sorry. No, it doesn't work that way. But just as we look at some of these scriptures and realizing as they proclaim Jesus Christ, they repented, believed, and were baptized. Amen. Okay? So, we're following Jesus' command to go and proclaim salvation, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Look at Luke chapter 3. We see Jesus himself getting baptized. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form, like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. Jesus Christ giving the example of what all his followers must now do. Now, there has to be a question that raises in your head. Why did Jesus have to get baptized? And Pastor Emmanuel is going to answer that. <laughs> why, why did you, and again, and Jesus says, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to get baptized to fulfill all righteousness, right? John the Baptist when he saw Jesus Christ in Matthew's account, he says, look, behold, the Lamb of God. Now, remember, John the Baptist was already baptized. Right? They, he, he, he gave a baptism of repentance. Now, we have to be clear here. People are coming, and they were repenting. John was saying, come, repent of your sins and be baptized. That did not save them. John's baptism was an outward showing, like, we're remorseful of our sins. Yes. 
We repent. We sinned. And John was baptizing. Now he looks and here comes Jesus. And he said, whoa, 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 wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, get back up. You okay? Okay. Wait, look. <laughs> Behold. The Lamb of God who does what? Takes away the sin of the world. John's baptism was pointing to ultimately the one who was ultimately going to be the one to offer forgiveness. That baptism was not offering forgiveness. And Jesus comes up to John and John says, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not baptizing you. Can you imagine Jesus walking up to you? It's like, you, you know, you're baptizing everybody else. I'm sorry, my sins, John, John okay. And then, and then it's Jesus. Oh, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. I have need to be baptized of you. John recognized this is the sinless Lamb of God. And what does Jesus say? No, no, no. You must baptize me. I've come to fulfill all righteousness. If that doesn't help us feel the weight and the importance of baptism, Amen. right? Jesus himself, now he was a sinless son of God, but yet in demonstrating what he was about to do on the cross, he submitted himself to water baptism, pointing to what he was about to do on the cross and then what happens to you and I upon repentance and trust in Christ. Amen. I hope you feel the weight of baptism. It's not something trivial. While it does not hold salvation, impartation, it is a glorious thing to Amen. be a part of and to take part of. Amen. And following the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, baptism is more than a ritual. It's more than a ritual. Baptism has a spiritual meaning behind it. Okay? Oops, I just lost my notes. Hold on. You talk about technical difficulties. <laughs> the devil is alive. Come on. This, this is the week. <laughs> this is the week. Okay. All right. Baptism has a spiritual meaning behind it and is not just going through the motions. No. As we just saw, Jesus Christ himself got baptized. Okay? So getting baptized without understanding the spiritual meaning behind it is useless. People can go and get baptized. And I think a lot of times in our American Christianity, it's amazing how many people I talk to and, and they're excited about getting baptized. I say, oh, you getting baptized? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'm getting baptized. Or, you know, I got baptized a couple years ago. I had no idea the person was a believer. I said, oh, when did you, when did you come to know Christ? Oh, man, I got baptized back in 2013. No, no, but you know the Lord. I mean, I'm talking about, a guy, and again, please hear me. You know, don't want to stereotype people. But I'm just giving you some anecdotals, okay? All right? You never see this brother in the church. He's always on the corner doing what he does. Just like... Every conversation has nothing to do about God or Jesus, about who the next person is he's going to get with. And then as we're talking, trying to, you know, just, hey, man, that's me, you ought to come to church sometime. Oh, no, no, I was baptized. What? <laughs> oh, wait, you were? 
So you know the Lord? I was baptized. See the danger? And that really is something that grieves my heart. Amen. For him, it was just a ritual. His church offered it, and this is where I say, and, and you guys know as Pastor Manny has been going through the series, I say shame on the shepherds. Shame on the pastor that baptized him. And this is why we're taking time to make sure we understand what it is. We don't want to give people the sense of false security that they know Christ because they went down in the water. And there's a lot of people That's right. in that situation. So getting baptized without understanding the spiritual meaning behind it, it is useless. Getting baptized without having already trusted in Jesus alone for salvation is useless. Amen. Just as we said today, that the juice and the bread, that has no saving power whatsoever. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of what I'm about to do on the cross. In the same way, baptism is a picture, an outward expression of what God has already done through the Holy Spirit in regenerating us. Amen? Amen. We have to keep that clear in our thinking. Let me read this to you. And as I mentioned to you, I was, was raised Catholic, and this is what we were taught. This is right out of the Catechism, the second edition. Holy baptism is the basis of the whole Christian life. The gateway to life in the spirit and the door which gives access to the other sacraments. Through baptism, we are freed from sin. This is what grieves my heart. There are hundreds and hundreds of people who have been baptized at some point in their life. And because of just going through that ritual, they believe that they've been free from their sin. There's no repentance, no trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in the baptism. Are free from sin and reborn as sons of God. We become members of Christ are incorporated into the church and made sharers in her mission. Baptism is the sacrament of regeneration through water and the word. That's the catechism from the Catholic Church. Now listen, I, I love my Catholic brothers and sisters. But every time I come across someone who is a practicing Catholic, I go to baptism because I know that they sincerely believe that because of that infant baptism that they had, they are in the kingdom of God. We want to make sure, folks, listen, there is and has been from the day of Jesus Christ dying and coming out of the grave an assault on the gospel, Amen. on what the gospel truly is. It, so it's, it's nothing new. This has been from the time of Christ, right? The book of Galatians. What, what does Paul say? You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Why was Paul so upset? Because they began to preach another gospel. A gospel that was no longer faith 
in Christ alone. Amen. But it was, now you must be circumcised. That's good that you believe in Christ, but you have to do this too. That's another gospel. And Paul says what in Galatians? Mm -hmm. Anyone who preaches another gospel, let him be accursed. Mm -hmm. May God curse him. Wow. We can't mess with the gospel. Amen. 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 <laughs> we can't add to it. It has nothing to do with your works or any outward ritual you may do. Amen. The minute we do that, we dumb down the cross. And that's why this is so important for us to understand. Baptism, believers, and this is why we call it believer's baptism, not baptism to become a believer. Right. Believer's baptism. Baptism is the initial sign and seal of our trusting in Jesus Christ for salvation. Amen. It's a public outward gesture. In other words, it's a public declaration. It's a public testimony. Mm -hmm. that, that what? That, that I am trusting in Christ for salvation. Amen. We declare it publicly. So when someone comes and gets in the pool, this is why we're not baptizing someone in their backyard with no witnesses. Okay, now, don't, don't throw your tomatoes. I know there were some baptisms that took place during COVID. I get it. And praise God, they got baptized. Amen. And there were some people who got baptized in their pool, in the backyard, during COVID, and it was just them and their family. I totally get that. Amen. Amen. Right? Was that a legitimate baptism? Yes. Okay. But just to say that this believer's baptism, it is an outward public display or testimony of what Christ has done. Amen. They would get baptized how? Go back again to John's baptism, right? They're coming out and you're getting baptized publicly, right? A public outward gesture that confirms, here's the key, something that has already taken place. Our trust in Jesus Christ for salvation. Let me use this example, and, and I can do this because Monique isn't in here. Okay, yeah, you got to scan the room, make sure. She might be hiding behind. Okay. So 29 years ago, Monique and I got married. Okay, so I'm going to do something that I know she's probably going to feel something when I do this in the nursery. And she may come running in here. All right, I'm going to do it. Watch, watch what I'm going to do. Okay? Uh-oh. I just took my ring off. I just took my wedding ring off. Are we still married? Yes. This is a sign, a seal, if you will, of what already happened. Amen. Amen. You get it? Amen. Let me put it back on. Let me put it back on. <laughs> I'm getting like, okay. Right? Which is why if I take my ring off and I give it to another man in this room and you put it on, are you married to Monique? No. no. Get it? This is a symbol. 
As a matter of fact, when we conduct weddings, what do we say? What token, what symbol do you give as what? Authenticating the relationship. Amen. Right? This is what baptism is. So baptism in and of itself has no value. This is just another wedding ring sitting on the shelf. If I truly was not married legally Amen. to Monique, it takes on a whole different value. Amen. You see? And so when I rush to go to work sometimes in the morning, because I usually kind of, you know, I usually take this ring off, right? You got to shave and do all the stuff, and I take it off, right? And one day I'm, I'm driving, I'm like, <gasps> Oh, 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 I like to fear God. Just get like I left the ring on the sink. I know what's gonna happen. Because then she'll go in, she's gonna see it, I'm gonna get a text. You left your ring. Come back. <laughs> why? Here's why. If I don't put the ring on, we're still married. But she knows the preciousness of what that ring represents. Amen. <laughs> That's why baptism is so important. Oh my goodness, it's the outward expression of what Christ has done for you. Amen. 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 Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Again, understanding that baptism has no value in and of itself. Look what he says in Ephesians, for by grace you have been saved through him. Not baptism. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not a result of works so that no one made boast. Amen? Amen. Our salvation is 100% predicated upon the grace of Jesus Christ shown Amen. to us. Amen. Amen. Baptism declares that. It does not give me that. Amen. And folks, we have to be clear when we talk to people about the gospel. I don't want people thinking that they know Christ and they don't. That's horrible. Now you would think, let's go back to my dear brother who will remain unnamed. You would think that even if he thought he was a believer, which he did, because he got baptized in 2013. He has pictures. Look at pictures, man. Look at my phone. Look right there. See, that's, that's me right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my cousin right there dancing because we had a party after baptism. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> see, it, it was just a ritual for him. Here's the question that I asked him. I said, let me ask you a question. All, I said, all, all joking aside, bro, do you have a desire in your heart to know Jesus more? He said, what? Do you have a desire in your heart just to know Christ? I just, I just want to know Jesus more. He was like, Man, I'm not in all that church stuff. You, pictures on your phone, you just got baptized. Do you, do you see the disconnect? Guys, you're 
there's so many people walking around in that situation. And we have to lovingly come alongside of them and say, hey, can I share Ephesians 2 with you? Look, look what God says is the, 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 the point of your salvation, grace. Not what you do. Look at Titus 3, 4 to 7. But when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy. Amen? Amen. By the washing of regeneration. Do you hear the baptism in there? That's spiritual. That's what only the Holy Spirit can do. Amen. We sang the song, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the right. Okay? Right? By the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit, there are the ingredients of salvation. Amen. Natural water baptism. Whom he poured out on us richly. How? Through Christ our Savior. Watch this. So that being justified by his what? Grace. Grace. Not works. That justify is a legal term. You've been declared righteous by God. Amen. Man, let that sink in. All the stuff that I do in my life, the thoughts, the actions that are displeasing to him. But he looks at us and says, you're declared righteous. Amen. What? 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 Now, don't get too happy. Not because of you. <laughs> let's, let's keep it straight. Because of my son. Amen. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Man, we ought to rejoice in that, folks. Praise God. Because none of us are ever going to keep the law. You're never going to do everything perfect. By the way, that's God's standard. Amen. Well, he said, okay, okay, well, what do you do? Well, I mean, my sin's not as bad as this. Okay, but, but here's the problem. The comparison is not me to you. We can play that game all day. We can always find somebody worse off than us. Right? And boast in that. The standard is Jesus Amen. Christ. Praise God. Amen. All guilty. Amen. That's why he says all of our righteousness is as filthy rights. Doesn't matter if you're a little sinner or a big sinner. So to know that Christ hung on a cross God pours out his wrath on him for your sin, my sin. That's grace. Amen. Why? Why? Why would he have to do? Why? And, and, and I hear people see, see this or say this, and I do not agree with this. Okay? Well, God knew how powerful of a witness that brother was going to be for him. No. No. It was 100% God's grace. Amen. Undeserved. Amen. You think you actually added to God 
by coming to faith in Christ? He was already complete. He was already pure. He was already filled. Amen. It's His grace that saved us. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You see so many verses in scriptures that will say not because of works, but because of his grace. Not because of his... And, and, and notice, notice what he says here. Look at verse 5 again. He saved us not because of works, not just any kind of work. Not because of works done by us in righteousness. See, there's the trick. But I got baptized. Isn't that a good thing? Well, yeah, but not if you think that's what got you saved. I went on a missions trip. That's a good thing. Righteousness, doing what is good, what is pleasing to God. Like, isn't it pleasing to God to go on a missions trip? Doesn't God have a heart for the poor, the widow, the orphan? Absolutely, he does. Well, I went and ministered all summer to that. Yeah, awesome, praise God. Has nothing to do with your salvation. Amen. This is what's hard to get people to understand and thinking that something you can do will earn you favor with God. Nothing you do, nothing you do earns you favor with God. That's nothing. Right. That's right. Watch this. Even the good that you do. Filthy rags. We're filthy rags. That's what he says, right? But oh, Christ. Think about Revelation when it says that the, the, there was no one, right? They looked there and there was no one. And then the Lamb of Judah stood up, right? In Revelation, right. right? He said, there, there was only one that could break the seal. That's right. Jesus Christ. Amen. So baptism does not have saving power. Baptism is a public display of what Christ has done through Christ. Amen. Ephesians 1, 13 to 14. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. I love that. Who is the guarantee or the down payment of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Amen. What brings us into a relationship with Jesus Christ? When you heard the word of truth, the gospel that was preached, Christ crucified, died, resurrected, right? They heard that. And it's not just that they just heard it. Look at, and believed in him. <laughs> they trusted in Christ for forgiveness. What happened at that moment? You were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Wow, beautiful picture. God's like, you're mine. Yeah, but I, but I just failed. I just cut this person off driving. I just... This came out of my mouth. I didn't do this. I, I know, but you're God's. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah, I know, but that's the point. You can't do anything. Amen. It's because of what Christ has done. One of the verses that just blows my mind. I believe it's in Peter where he talks about that you and I are a royal priesthood. Mm -hmm. Joint heirs with Jesus. I can't get my human mind around that. Mm -hmm. Why would I, 
why would any of us be considered a joint heir with Jesus? What? I mean, I'm just glad, like, look, let me just carry your bag, sir. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come here, come here. You're a joint heir. Guys, if that doesn't cause you to Amen. sit and say, all the grace of God. Amen. <laughs> all the grace of God. Baptism is an outward testimony of what Christ has already done. Getting baptized without true repentance and trusting in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of sins results in an empty ritual. And for some people, the ritual may not be baptism. They may be going to church. Right? Oh, I'm in church every Sunday, man. I don't miss a Sunday. My grandma taught me, Sunday's the Lord day. Boy, make sure you're there. I'm there every day. Thank grandma. Thank you. Are you trusting in Christ for forgiveness of your sins? Man, I'm in church every Sunday. Yeah, I know, but like you're trusting in Christ for salvation? Man, I'm in church every Sunday, boy. Did you hear what I said? It's like you're blind. You're just blind. Which is evidence that I don't think you've been regenerated, bro. Right. It's just an empty ritual. So for the believer, while baptism can be an empty ritual for some, it's not for the believer. Amen. It is full of spiritual meaning. It is full because it is the declaration of what Christ has done. Why does this ring mean so much to me? There's a lot of other rings out there. They're a lot more expensive. This doesn't even have any diamonds in it. Don't matter. It's what it represents. Amen. It's Amen. precious. Amen. And this is an upgrade. This isn't even the original ring. We got these rings about four years ago. The original ring that I gave her I got from the Philadelphia Broad Street pawn shop. Remember that shop, Mom? Right next to the pizza place. Broad Street pawn shop. That's where I got our original wedding rings. Because I was broke and in love. $75. I walked out with two rings and a brown paper bag. Two cases for each ring, mismatched cases. And I remember when I proposed to Monique. I, oh, by the way, he threw in the engagement ring. <laughs> I often wonder, whose ring's got ripped off? <laughs> God bless us in mysterious way. And when we got married, Monique, she was, she was a little, a little um, shall, shall I say, a little hot at me that I went to a pawn, not so much that I went to a pawn shop, but I didn't take her with me. That I went, she said, you went and bought rings without me? I'm like, what's the problem? See, I didn't even really understand the, the significance. I, I was young, I was, I was just in love. I said, what, well, babe, you don't want a wedding ring? She said, of course we want a wedding ring, but we're supposed to go together. I said, we well, can take it off the list. Um, invitations, done, rings, done, cross it off. <laughs> See? I wasn't feeling the weight of what this meant. And that's how some people look at baptism, unfortunately. And I think sometimes believers look at it that way. So they don't even get baptized. 
Say, man, have you been baptized? Oh, never mind. You know you don't have to get baptized to be saved. True or false? Do you have to get baptized to be saved? No. No. We've just looked at a bunch of scripture. Here's my question. In light of what it represents, why wouldn't you want to? Amen. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you want to think? It's like, Monique, I love you. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Oh, will you marry me? Yes. All right. Babe, I want to have a wedding. No, no, no. We don't need all that. <laughs> you don't have to have a wedding to get married. Do you? Yeah. Do you have to have a wedding to get married? No, you can go down to City Hall, yeah. pay $55, and stand before a judge who says, next, yeah. do you take over that? Sign here. Take it to the Register of Wills. Next. I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if we understood the weight of what's about to happen, why wouldn't we want to declare it? So this rain came into play because I promised her, honey, one day we're going to go get rains and I'm going to let you pick it out. And she picked out these rains, which both rains look like a crown of thorns. It's a beautiful rain. Let me ask you a question. When I took the $75 ring on, did we cease to be married? No. When I put, well, I ain't going to tell you how much. When I put this other ring on, that's a lot more expensive. <laughs> Right? It's not the ring. It's the significance in the ring because of the relationship. Amen. Amen? Amen. Baptism is the initial sign and seal of our trusting in Jesus Christ for salvation. And what you normally do see in Scripture is an act done right after trusting in Jesus Christ for salvation. Again, it's okay. There's distance between it for some people for different reasons. But I'm just saying, as you look, they believe and we're baptized. They believe and we're baptized. It's like this. Um, okay, so I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may kiss your bride. All right, y'all come back in about three months. We're going to exchange your rings. What? No, you do it now, right? It goes with the new relationship. Amen. That's the biblical model that you see. So the early church associated baptism as a counterpart with repentance and trusting in Jesus Christ for salvation. That's important. Amen. It went hand in glove. It wasn't that the baptism saved you. They just understood in following Christ. It was the very next thing you did as a new believer. Amen. Repent, trust in the Lord, be baptized. You remember the eunuch, the Ethiopian eunuch, right? And Philip comes up in a chariot. Hey, you understand what you're reading, bro? He said, ah, something about Isaiah, and he was stricken and smitten. I don't know. What's this mean? Philip says what? He preached unto him Jesus. Oh, I love that. I love that. And what does the eunuch say? Look, there's a body of water. What forbids me to be baptized? Amen. Somewhere in that conversation, and we don't have the whole transcript, but as he's preaching Christ, he taught baptism. Amen. Like it's just something that goes along with trusting in Christ for salvation. And you see that all through Acts, you see that they believed and they got baptized. Look at Acts 2.38. And Peter said to them, repent 
and what? Be baptized. Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Look at Acts 8, 34 to 39. This is what we just referred to. And the eunuch said to Philip, about whom I ask, does the prophet say this about himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news gospel about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, see, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? Nothing. <laughs> Why? Because he is now trusting in the good news of Christ. Amen. Nothing. Nothing. And he commanded the chariot to stop, and they both went down into the water. We'll talk about mode of baptism next time, right? Why do we emerge? Why do we go down? Right? Philip and a eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away. And the eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. Wow. Amen. I would have loved that been there. Hey, can you like, come on, let's baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the eunuch is like, wow, Philip. <laughs> I, I would have loved it. <laughs> God has such a sense of humor, right? Like, gone. All right, as we get ready to close out just for this portion, and by God's grace, we want to keep walking through this next week. Baptism alone has no saving power. That's, that's what I want you to grab on today. Has no saving power. Baptism signals the inward cleansing of our souls by faith in Christ alone and spirit-born regeneration of our souls. It's a declaration that has already happened. And I'm declaring. Amen? Amen. Water baptism testifies to the believer's union with Christ. I am now one with Christ. Not because of my works, but because of his work on the cross. Amen. Why would we not want to declare that? The believer's union with Christ and identification with God's people. This is, again, why baptism is so significant, and I don't believe it should be something that's done alone without God's people. Because it's a testimony, I am now part of your family. Amen. I, too, now know the Lord in the pardoning of my sins. Amen. I am now your brother, your sister. I declare that. And as the first century church declared that, it was something that was able to be used for them to distinguish who's a Christ follower and who's not. Interesting. Not that the baptism saves you, but believer's baptism was this declaration, ah, you're a Christ follower. You're a Christ follower. You're a Christ follower. Baptism is such a beautiful picture of what Christ has done. 
by God's grace, next Sunday, we're going to look at Romans 6. And why, why is it that baptism pictures salvation, the going under the water and the coming back up? Because Romans 6 says that we've been, what? Buried with Christ in baptism and raised to new life. Amen. It's a beautiful picture of what baptism represents. Amen. But we're going to look at that next Sunday. Amen. Amen. God, thank you so much for the cross. Oh, God, just to think that you have imparted to us the righteousness of Christ. I can't get my human mind around that. That's why it's grace, undeserved favor because of your son. God, I pray that that reality would penetrate our hearts and minds this week in just a new, refreshed way. We don't have to live for man's praise. We don't have to earn our way into relationship with you. We can cry out, Abba, Father. You're our Father. Holy God, creator of everything. You're our Father. God, may it affect how we live our life. May it cause in us such a humbleness, just a humility, Father. And God, may it invoke in us a passion to present our lives as a living sacrifice. <laughs> we can't sacrifice anything for you, God. But may we live our lives in such a way where we realize it's all to your glory. Amen. <laughs> so we will live and we will react and respond in ways that are pleasing to you. God, our greatest need has already been met through Christ. And we thank you, Father, for it. We pray, God, especially for the baptismal candidates that these truths would just just resonate in our hearts, God, as we approach that day to do the baptism. God, may they realize the preciousness of what this outward testimony is expression, God. So, Father, thank you so much for our time here today. God, may we walk according to your spirit as we leave this place. And Father, we thank you so much in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Why don't we stand? I want to give um, give us five minutes. Abby, if you can come out here, Mike. I want to give five minutes to allow the Holy Spirit to, you know, you know, you heard the gospel today. Amen. Is anyone here, you know, that um, you have not yet put your trust in Jesus Christ? If there's anyone, sometimes people come to church and um, they can come by ritual, right? There's some things about religion. Religion is very, you know, sometimes toxic because it, but if there's anyone here, I want to give an opportunity. You haven't really put your trust in Jesus Christ. You're okay with reading the Bible. You're okay with going to church once in a while. But you would say, you know, I don't know that I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. 
And I want to give you an opportunity now. Maybe the Holy Spirit through this very simple but profound truth that outward things don't save you. Only the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit. And, and I just want to, I want to give an opportunity to just, if anyone is here and you feel your heart is pounding, you know, it's the Holy Spirit saying, come on. You know, so let's close our eyes and let's just be praying and just, maybe there's one person here that the Lord is drawing and saying, do you know Christ? Do you are you saved if you're to die tonight? Are you absolutely certain that you enter glory with Jesus Christ? If you're not sure and you're honest with yourself, I'm not sure. I don't know that I make much of Jesus. I don't know that I really love him that much. Honestly, right? Just real honesty. I want to invite you to come. Now, coming here won't save you either. But I do believe that I'm God uses means, right, to make it work. So I want to invite you to come to the front. We're going to pray for you. I'm just going to give the Holy Spirit just a few minutes just to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's someone here. Not really certain that I'm a Christian. Not really certain. I've gone to church. Amen. Praise God. Praise God for the honesty. Amen. This is important. You know, these are moments that can really change your lives. And I'm going to ask Pastor Ron if you can come and just, just minister to these two and pray. Anybody else, you're not really sure, you're not really sure that you're a Christian. So we're going to pray for you. But this is, this is between you and God. You know, just ask him, say, Lord, beg him to say, Lord, give me faith, give me, change my heart, forgive me of my sins. For the rest of us, let's just keep praying. Close your eyes and let's let's believe God to do a profound and eternal work. Amen. Right now, in these two, God can do it. The Lord, Holy Spirit, says, yes. And so, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that uh, this is a special Sunday, Lord, for for uh, Lord for, for some here that have come and, and we we are just praying. Lord, salvation is of the Lord and of the Lord alone. And I trust that you are drawing them, Lord. You are drawing them by your Spirit. They would not come here, Lord, uh, unless something in their heart, Lord, is drawing them. And so I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that you would release any resistance, any anything that would just question, and that you would just, Lord, fill them with faith, Fill them, Lord, with truth. Yes. Let them sense, Lord, the, the, yes. a, a washing yes, of all their sins, all, all the things that you have already done for them, yes. that they would receive the gift of Christ, yes. Lord, today, that today would be the first day of their lives. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, Lord, we just thank you. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you, Lord, that um, we just got to sometimes... Just move away, Lord, all the dist religious distraction and really cry out. And I just pray, put a, Lord, put a desire, a renewed desire in their hearts. Yes, Lord. Lord, that would burn and that would deepen their love for Christ. Yes, Lord. And that they would have, Lord, the testimony. But the Spirit bears witness with our yes. spirit that we are children of God. Yes, Lord. We don't have to guess. We're not in 
the dark. We walk in the light because he's in the light. And I pray in the name of Jesus, do a profound work right now for the glory of your name. That we can, they too can come down and be baptized. And they don't have to wait till the next round. They can do that. Lord, in two weeks, they can say, I want to be baptized. I want to be a, a, I want to follow Christ. Let it be genuine. Let it be authentic, Lord. So we thank you for this work today. We thank you for the gospel of Jesus Christ. We thank you, God Almighty. Do a great work in that, Lord, we pray. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we are grateful for all that you've done today. We, oh, God, thank you for the wonderful reminder, Jesus. Wonderful reminder. The gift of God. Gift of God. Nothing we did. We added nothing. Our hearts were hardened and rebellious. But you overcame our hearts. Nothing that we did. Just your love. Just your mercy. Just your compassion. And here we are. Lord, thank you. May it never grow old. May we never take it for granted. Yes. The beautiful gift that you've given us in Christ Jesus. Thank you. Oh, so God, thank you so much. I pray that all of us may leave this place even more grateful for our salvation. In Jesus' name. Lord, we haven't, Lord, we're not perfect in our gratefulness. There's room to grow yes. in our gratefulness. Yes. To be more grateful, to truly appreciate this great salvation you've given us and that our lives would bear evidence to our gratefulness that it won't just be words that we say but it'll be a life lived that bears witness to a, a, a gratefulness in our spirit in our heart for all that Christ has done for us so I pray that this church would grow in our gratefulness to this great salvation and that we would go into the world with hope for many people yes, Lord. because if the Lord can save me he can save anyone Amen. and so Lord I pray give us kind of fill us Lord with that hope and to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ thank you, Jesus. to this world and so thank you today thank you for this wonderful time thank you Jesus for this fellowship that we're going to have now the meal Bless this food. Bless our gathering. Yes. Bless our Lord, our fellowship with one another. That's very important too. I love that you have allowed, you've given us these things that are outward, but they're so important and significant. And we look forward to sitting at the table with our brother and our sister. Yes, we look forward to that. Thank you for the for the, all the food that was made. That Lord, all the drinks and desserts. Thank you for all that has made this moment possible. Bless all the hands that have served. Lord, so thank you so much. So bless this food today. Bless our fellowship. And help us to delight in you and in each other. We thank you for all that you've done today. In Jesus' name. And his people said, Amen. 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 Well, just let's transition to the back. Grab a seat. We're just going to go right into a time to eat. Amen? Amen. Let's rejoice in God.